Dude, so old, like the Pornhub title of Squid Games would probably be old man emotionally fucks poor homeless boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's a spoiler alert. spoilers only on the beer mile podcast so if you have not seen the squid games then you're gonna listen to chris and adam's review of the squid games guys we have welcome to my youtube channel the squid games very closely and we are going to provide you why do you think he dyed his hair analysis Why did who dye their hair? The, so at the end of the Squid Games, the main character dyes his oh, hair. Oh yeah, I don't know. Is that a symbol for I something? Don't, I don't know. I was never in English class. I was never good at like what what's the, what does this symbolize or what is this foreshadowing? I was always like I don't know. Dude, I was so bad at English. <laughs> so I don't. I have no idea. But I thought it was weird that he did do that. But it had I mean, to have mean it had to. Have okay, so for right. for the Squid Game um, YouTube video that we make, should we dye our hair pink? Sure. Why not? Uh, cool. I still have some of the. Oh, I still have some of the pink hairspray from when I was Justin Bieber. Oh, Halloween, perfect! From the perfect. Yummy video. Yeah, okay, we're, um, we're Gucci. Wait. So the other question is, we need. Oh man, we might need. We need a lot of characters for this concept. We do. So the wife, listeners that are in Chicago, if you want to be a part, we're thinking sometime in the next month we're going to do a Squid Game meets the Beer Mile. Yes, and. We, we, we got to figure out what all the games are, but yeah. regardless of what the games are, we need oh, fucking bodies. cosplay. Yeah, dude, we need bodies. Cool. So uh, probably, I mean, at least like 10 people, ideally, mm-hmm. you know, um, worst, well, I mean, you worst case, Adam and I will only do close up shots and Adam and, and we'll I'll have to switch them. costumes. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to switch costumes. But yeah, we're, we're going to need some people in. I know I know uh, our boy Ben, football Ben, oh, Ben yeah. Canada is going to be down, down to clown, but we'll see who else will join us for that. So Squid Game. Uh, game ideas. Send them our oh, way on the do. Instas or uh, in your Apple Five Star review if that tickles your fancy. Hell yeah! What are you doing, Step Bro? Oh, we're sorry, wrong, wrong soundboard. We uh, other update in the studio today. We, we are using our cool, dope mixer setup with our brand new soundboard that is just loaded with effects. And Adam's like looking through the effects to try to find. What I don't know, whatever he's looking for, but it's hard. We don't we don't have them all memorized, so it's like you got to read all the titles and kind of figure out uh, figure out what effects are what. But Chris, you're such a ing it. <laughs> wow, real time censor. Look Dude, at we that. get to censor things now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have some fun with the soundboards uh, going forward as well. Today on the Beer Mile podcast, we have sticking with the theme of you know. The Beer Mile, uh, because we're the Beer Mile podcast. You get it? We do talk about that every now we, and then. We do talk about it once in a while. We had on the women's world champion and world record holder, three-time world champion, Allison Grace Morgan. My chug, of the USA, my, of course. Of my course chug idol. Chug idol, of course, USA. You know, we we know how to run and drink here. We do it better than anybody else except for Corey Belmore, which we had on, <laughs> on last week's episode. Check that one out as well. Great discussion. So... Only fitting that we have the women's winner on here as well. Chat with her, learn about her beer miling career. Also um, running through God. I mean, her. I think the biggest life, the biggest tangent was we got into D one running and yeah. like the some University of the of like, Oregon, uh, issues and yeah. toxicity yeah. around uh, you know body shaming. Oh my uh, God, Jax, it was good. Come it was on, really good. good. It was good. really good. My wife saw. Yeah, she thinks we're going down a bad path here, but it was actually a great path. It was enlightening. 
a few moments later. So closing out our discussion on introducing <laughs> Alice and Grace Morgan here. Um, yeah, yeah, we we you know we I think we already did the did the. <laughs> A few moments later. So I love that. That's gonna be out. that's gonna become our fucking. You mess up the cut, and then it's just. A few moments later. And it'll be easier for me to find the cuts in the in the audio. <laughs> I think. I ho- I hopefully, we've done a good enough job introducing our guests. Oh, the, the things we didn't say though. Just like Corey Belmore, there's a there's a there's a correlation here. Just like Corey Belmore is also the fastest runner in the field, Allison Grace Morgan. Uh, 113 half marathon PR, 32.46 for 10K, um, 15, I believe it was like 15.47 for 5K. So four, she's also fast without fear, for people. a mile, 440. The, the, the few people out there that are making this argument that you know, whatever, beer milers aren't real runners or like did whatever, we're degenerates, whatever it is. It's like, no, she she's also like crushing it and yeah, ran, ran, ran professionally D one in college professionally, uh, yeah, without like, the beer as well. Yeah. So just pointing that out that she's also a beast without the beer. Um, well rounded runner all around. Good good at mountain running too. Ups and downs, doing some mountain racing. And I don't know where I'm going with this. So moments later, we are back, baby. <laughs> we <Yeah>. are back. <laughs> A few moments later. <laughs> what is this one? A few moments later. Right before we get into the discussion with Allison, we got two housekeeping items. Maybe okay. three, maybe four. Let's we'll do see it. how many. Are, are they there. my taxes from 2019? Number one. Well, maybe. Because I, I haven't done that Maybe. Yet. Maybe. I'm trying to think of how a way that your 2019 taxes would be related, but can't i'm not drawing i'm not drawing a conclusion first of all we have some beer mile speaking of the usa beer mile team we have some usa official beer mile shirts and tanks on the website oh yeah they're they're pretty lit. they're pretty hype um adam and i are wearing them right now which you can totally see uh you go to beermile.com and then in the menu there is a little menu item for shop and then you will see them so Limited availability. There's not that many left, so go grab one if you want to support the USA Beer Mile team. I mean, look like a boss at your next barbecue or beer mile. I mean, it's like a blue chip bot. (laughs) A blue chip bot. A few moments later, it's like a blue chip stock, basically. Because I mean, how many years in a row? Five. Five years in a row, baby. Team USA winning the world world title. Yeah. Invest. Beast mode. Make sure you get those while they're available and other housekeeping item of course manscaped you know they're still uh providing you the goods that you need to so i i wore jeans um the other day because it's it's getting colder now and i haven't shaved my legs in uh maybe like three weeks so they're all they're full force and nothing more miserable than wearing jeans with leg hair is that right oh because it like it for me it like pulls my hair out Really? Yeah. Hmm. 
Maybe, but is that, that's just probably because you're in that weird in-between state of hair length. I mean, they're 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 pretty hairy. Yeah, they're pretty long. Yeah, yeah. I'm look I'm looking for the record. I'm looking at Adam's crotch right now. And yeah, pretty pretty long. You know what else? Uh, you know what made that experience okay? Like the, I was able to make it through because I was wearing my Manscaped boxer briefs. It's true. That is the ultimate barrier because it was. Oh, it was for uh, it was for a road trip. You know how usually you smell like shit after a road oh, trip. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, I Ball need to sweat. take a shower. Disgusting. Yeah. I felt amazing. Like I normally, yeah. not gonna lie, listeners, I I got a lot of ass sweat in the car. Yeah. That's it, traveling makes you just feel gross in general. Like you're like inside a, a metal tube, either on a plane yeah. or in a car that like has no airflow. Sit, sitting and you're just, on a, a dead animal's skin, you know. You've got no hot. ventilation going up through the seat. Yeah. So long story short, our partner Manscaped offers the tools that you need to not feel like what we're describing right now. I prepped before before the road trip out there. I prepped and, and did the ball wipe. I've never used them before. I used the ball wipe, got basically like my ball deodorant, and I was feeling fresh after a nine hour drive. Well, there you go. If you want to feel like Adam's balls felt after his drive... Head to manscaped.com and we've got 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code Beer Mile with no spaces, just Beer Mile, all one word. I'm rich, bitch. And that's how you're going to feel when you use Beer Mile, the code at manscaped.com. <laughs> 20% off. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, surprise. We get the best deals for you, our listeners. Thanks for showing your support. Oh, shit. And here is Allison Grace Morgan. Keeping, keeping with our theme of having Beer Mile World Record holders on, we had Corey Belmore last episode. Um, we're now, this is three-time champion, <laughs> world champion, and Beer Mile World Record holder on the women's side, Allison Grace Morgan, living in Oregon. So we're excited to have you on, representing the Beer Mile yes. and the USA Proud. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So... Your third in a row uh, title on the world yeah. stage. W- were right. you expecting that going into the race this year? I'll have to let you know. I'm definitely feeling more confident now that I've had a few under my belt because before I get so nervous. But coming into this year, I was like, I have experience. You know, I set the world record last year and that made me feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that I've done it before. I just have to get all the beer down and make sure, you know, I finish it and go for the win. So I definitely felt better that way, but there's still that uncertainty with the beer and whether you're going to have a reversal effect of it coming up or, you know, anything can really happen. Yeah. And I was trying to remember, has, has reversal ever been an issue for you or has it just been the leftover foam in the years that you didn't, didn't win the title? It usually, well, in London, I kind of spit it up. I didn't throw it up. It spit out of my mouth. So they weren't sure whether whether it was a spear or not. But I remember trying to chug it too fast and it just coming, spitting it right back out. And yeah. it was too warm. So I think the temperature and the foam can play a part because it just wants to come back out. And right. so I've, I've learned to work with uh, chilled beer. It has to be like five minutes out of the cooler. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think we had a few people on the YouTube video actually respond and say, Really? They're like, oh, so do you do you keep it warm or cold? And a lot of people were surprised that, I mean, most of the top tier beer milers keep it cold. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, a couple of the new guys this year on the USA side, um, they were right. they were saying that they didn't want to like refrigerate the beers beforehand. They wanted them warm, and they, they were like, "That's how they're like that's how we've always done it." And it's like, yeah, but you've also never like had to get the foam measured afterwards. Right. So like, True. maybe right. you should. Uh, True. You should, maybe you should take my word for it yeah. and just chill the <laughs> chill the beers ahead of time. Well, <laughs> like I learned that the hard way. I've had too many times where it's too much foam left over. And last year, by mistake, I took it out five minutes before I did it, and it I chugged better than I did before. So I was like, okay. Oh, so <laughs> you, st- you stumbled good. upon the, the secret <laughs> right. method. <laughs> and, you know, I would, like, play around with it, but it really is easier to drink when it's cold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it might yeah. it might feel a little bit like I don't know. It kind of burns your mouth, yeah. your throat a little bit. But at the right. same time, yeah, if you have half the amount of foam, then right. it's obviously right. going to be way easier on your stomach. Exactly. True. Yeah. Yeah. So you you set the world record last year. Um, yeah. And and you've been like basically right around that mark numerous right. times as well with right. with your time of six sixteen. So how how fast do you think that you can go in the beer mile? Man, I've wanted to break six for two years or so. I, I know I can do it. It just depends on how fast I chug and even my laps are slightly slow. So I just have to like have that perfect day where I don't think I've ever really prepared as well for like the mile speed. So I probably should mm-hmm. do like some some mile time trials, get that part down so they're not breathing so hard coming in and chugging. But yeah. it's just a matter of how much I can get in before the race. And I think I'm going to try to go for it the next few weeks. Just because. Okay. Yeah. There we maybe. go. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's the great thing about the bear miles. You can go to the track and do it and film it. And if it's not right. a world record, just don't put it out. Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Still, and still I mean, fun it depends regardless. on the weather. It could snow here. So I don't know. We might. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. You do have to have a combo of like being pretty good mile training and then just have a good stomach day and obviously right. a good weather day. And it's also yes. hard too when you're at the track by yourself, like doing it as a time trial. I always find it like oh, yeah. very, I don't know. I'm always so nervous before because I'm just like, this is so Me miserable. Like, I'm, I'm chugging beers by myself at the track. This is so <laughs> weird. <know>. Of, yeah. <laughs> well, of the like, ones we've done, the, the ones that yeah. there aren't people there for are so bad yeah 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 doesn't go well (laughs) well and you get like so sick of it like if you're by yourself you just want to be done with it so even the week before the race i messed up the fourth beer because i didn't want to do it anymore i was like all right i'm done i just want to go home you know and but uh you know you have those fun moments in practice for sure for sure and that's like a good thing as well yeah you can just go and try and uh, right. drop out if you need to and it's it's right. it's also like it's not an event that takes a lot out of you running like obviously running yeah, wise, you're running a mile, so day. it's right. not going to really mess up your running training at all so if you just like go do yeah. it and it doesn't go well it's like eh, whatever you can yeah. always try it again the next day honestly because exactly. it's not like it kills your legs too much but <laughs> yeah. not not that it's easy to get yourself to to do a beer mile again i feel like i only have a few a number of beer like a, a handful of beer miles in me per year and it's like that's all i can just mentally and physically deal with what do you what do you think your think numbers it are it wears you out it wears you out yeah, you feel what, like yeah. you're aged a bit. Emotionally, you've just like been a little, yes. a little grown. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. yeah, how many do you do? We asked Corey this as well, and he doesn't do like any beer miles outside of the beer mile world classic. Do you you typically do like say what, like one training beer mile ahead of it? Or wait, how many do you yeah. typically do in a year? Um, I do I do one at before the race, but usually I'll do one in California, Sebastopol. But right. this year I couldn't make it happen with travel and it's like in the fall, so I had the kids' school. 
to deal with. But and then I was also going to do the one in Connecticut, but it was just traveling too much before the uh, race was a factor. So I'll probably only do one beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty standard. Then you're just. You just have the yeah. um, the muscle memory down at this point. Yeah. Basically, you just have it <laughs> <Hopefully>. locked in. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So so Polly was uh, Polly Keen of England, who ended up second in setting a, a European record. She was yeah. actually ahead of you after both yep. the first and second beers, I believe. Um, yep, she was. So yeah, what were you thinking during the race? I mean, if I recall, that's the cl- like that's the most challenged you've ever been in a in a right. one of these World Classics these last couple of years. So yeah, what, what was going through your head when she was right there with you? I honestly, I, like, I remember in London, I was racing with Laura Riches and that was more stressful because she would, she would go so hard on the laps and with Polly, it, I didn't, wasn't as worried because she was right there. So all I had to do was like, hang on to her shoulder. And I knew that my third and fourth beers are my worst sometimes. So I really wanted to like set it after the second like okay get your beer down but i didn't really have to worry so much because i knew i had that leg speed to kind of carry me over right so i i didn't let it concern me i mean i think i probably chugged uh poorly this year compared to last year but i think it was just being worried about uh getting dq'd and also with the koozie i i wasn't really sure if i'd finished it so i was taking my time and being extra careful yeah yeah yeah, for for listeners, I guess for you, I don't know if you saw in the video, yeah, but like yeah. people had most green of them koozies. were covered. Yeah, and right. it is hard. I I actually didn't get a koozie this you, year because they ran out. I was gonna say I didn't oh. see. I saw your blue moon, but, which which beers. I guess I'm thankful for in hindsight because yeah. yeah, multiple people after the race right. said the same thing. Of if you're used to like kind of looking through the yeah. top, like moving right. your eyes up to look at the beer bottle, um, right. the foam, right. and you can't do that, then right. Yeah, it's a, that's tougher. I, Co- yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Koozie Gate 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had them in 2019 when we did it in person in Berlin, and I had a koozie on then, right. and I just, I, I don't know. I guess I just forgot since then. It like too long ago. I didn't remember if it was right. like a good thing or a bad thing. I couldn't right. remember. Um, but yeah, I guess yeah. there should be. Right. They almost need to do uh, just like a half bottle, like enough to make it so that it doesn't. Right. Well, I don't know. I guess I guess if you could see the neck of the bottle, that would be enough because um, yeah, then you could still see if there's something coming. But okay. like just do a koozie that covers like the bottom to help it not break, but not cover the whole neck. Maybe uh, yeah, as I think well. that would be better. Yeah. 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 True. And so so uh, beer of choice for you is has always been Bud Light Platinum, correct? Yes. And yes. that's what you're drinking right now. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, it's it's so smooth. Like it's and even when you throw it up multiple times, you can still drink it. Like it's it's easier yeah. to it drink. It still tastes it still tastes the same after you've yeah. thrown it up. Exactly. 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 So, so did you did you start using that just because at the time it was like the common thinking from everyone at, at like the flow track and everything? They were everyone was pretty much using it. So did you just say like okay, I'll give it a try and then it just worked or how did you pick yeah, it? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. We were at the flow track in 2016 and my roommate and I kept talking to everyone and they were like, "Let's try Bud Light Platinum." And so we just tried it. And I haven't gone back since because I've tried Coors Light. I didn't like that. Budweiser. Uh, it just seems to go down easier for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm also kind of weird in that. I, I really like like natural ice in some of the right, ice beers. Right. I actually like it. And I don't know. People make fun I of me too. for it. But I actually like Bud Light Platinum, I think, more than Bud Light. I mean, I if I, I were. Yeah. It tastes oh, better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it tastes better. <laughs> yes. I think oh. that, yeah, I can still drink it like just hanging out yeah. yeah 
I feel yeah. like not many, well, maybe, I don't know about at the elite level, but most of the people that we've done a beer mile with will mm-hmm. like not drink that beer really? in, in a casual setting. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. They'll be like, okay. oh, this is only for the beer mile and then I'm switching to right. something else. Yeah. Yeah. I get your, you're right. You're probably right about that. Um, I'm weird. I'm just like, I'm so used to drinking it that I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna have it in the fridge just in case. Yeah, I that's that's how I feel something. about um or that's how I feel about Blue Moon. I oh I always I mean, have a fridge stocked yeah. with blue moons. They're perfect. Oh, yeah. for, like if I randomly I'm just like, ah, oh, I should do a practice beer. <laughs> and I'll do it. Right. Or or just that's if people we... if people are over too, like it's a good beer to offer up. It's a like it's a yeah. nicer mass produced beer. Yeah, it's, it's not right. bottom shelf beer. That's yeah, fair. Not bottom shelf. <laughs> yeah, blue moon's nicer. I'd say that's classier than mine. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe you should give it a try. It might be maybe it's the I secret might. weapon. I yeah, might. maybe that's I mean, sub six. Yeah. Sub six material. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Speaking of of your beer of choice and I guess the beer mile in general, you have yeah. you're the only at least that I've seen the only beer miler that does a two handed chug. Mm. I do that for uh, control. It's something about like making sure. I have control over the whole time and also making sure I don't spit anything out or lose any of it. I'm like really kind of a control freak that way. And I found that it, I don't know. It just makes me feel more at ease, I guess. When you're, yeah. when you're drowning in beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I'm not as fluid as the guys. So it's like, for me, it could be breathing or any of that. So I just like, I don't know. I just feel better, more control that way. Yeah. And and the yep. the other signature, I'd say part of your look is the bike or sorry, the lifting glove. Oh um, yeah, signature oh, yeah. part. I mean, the b- b- people always ask about like bear milers wearing gloves in general. They're like, why the hell are you wearing that? It looks yeah. so silly. Uh, but then yours is like kind of next level because it's it's not just a normal glove. It's uh, the lifting right. glove with the fingers exposed. So I I don't know. It, it yeah. adds to the look though. It's cool. Like people it's people totally watching people cool. watching are like, what? what oh, that like she knows something I don't know because she's has a world record and she's wearing that glove. So. You yeah, you look kind of like a badass a little bit, you know. You're like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, a one lap booster. Like you feel oh, good yeah. about yeah. yourself. You're like, I got these there cool go. ass gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> so how so how did you originally get into the beer mile? So you I think you said Flow Track was your first one, Flow Track 2016. Yeah. Um, yeah, how did yeah. how did you even hear about it? Get invited to go to that race? How did that all start? All right. So in 2015, my husband was at the running event uh, with the running store that he works at. And I watched the video of Aaron O'Mara and I was like, I have to do this. This looks like something right up my alley. I loved chugging in college, obviously. And, you know, I was bored with running. So I wanted to try something different. Yeah. And after watching that, I was like, I'm doing it next year. I text Ryan Fenton from Flow Track. And he's like, all you got to do is qualify. So in 2016, uh, right after Thanksgiving dinner, I went to a track with my family and ran a beer mile. And of course, I had turkey dinner in my stomach. So that was I was just going to say, oh, my God. <laughs> but I could handle like so I ran a 636 and was like, OK, I did it. I'm sure I didn't finish all the beer because it was like the first 
kind of attempt, but I told Ryan Stenton that's my time and he and he entered me into the race. And and then Excellent. I got a ticket and flew there. So man, yeah. That's a lot to unpack. I feel like that should be a separate <laughs> event doing a Thanksgiving dinner and then a beer yes. mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt really, really like a brick, a big Thanksgiving brick with beer. <laughs> and I'm, <your> sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And no and no reversals doing it with all the food. No, not wow. until after. And I threw up right after cross. That pretty much is how it always works for me. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah that's actually yeah. the exact same like story for me finding out about flow track. Cause I watched a race and then I'm like, that looks sweet. I want to qualify. Right? And, then I, and then I like figured out what I had to run to qualify and submitted my video and boom, that's how it exactly. all started. So yeah. they, they did, they did do a good job of flow track did a good job of getting everyone like interested in it and putting right. on a great event and right. yeah, we were really getting it out there. So I, that would props to them for doing that. I kind of like that. Yeah, it was exactly. unique that's in fun. that, like the one that was around, um, Right. Uh, racetrack was it yeah they yeah. take it on the racetrack i kind of wish we had gotten to do that i mean i know the turns yeah, were super tight yeah. um we when yeah. uh when ali and i did it it was always in a parking lot but um, right. but still but still right. cool for like spectators i guess because they had food and right. beer and stuff in the middle um some food fun. tents and whatnot but yeah 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 a flow track it's sad that it didn't continue on um just because it was yeah i i they, they did do a good job of putting a lot of hype behind it which oh, i yeah. appreciated yes yes yeah. but but yeah, at least we get to keep doing it every year with yeah. our group. Yeah. yeah. Nick and John. Thank, thanks to Nick and John for, for putting this thing on <laughs> Good every old year. boys. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really, it's like a really awesome family. We've all gotten to know each other and you look forward to these trips every year. So Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. And we yeah. had some new faces on the women's side for the right. year mile team. Uh, Corinne and uh, Cassandra were both Cassandra. new yeah. um, faces for us. So yeah, how how was it having some new people on the team? Did you help? Did you play uh, play a hand in recruiting them, or did how how did no. they even hear about it? <laughs> I think Cassandra was my roommate, and she jumped in last year virtually, and ah, so okay. that was her first. I think Corinne also, but I mean, I was trying to give her tips on years past and what I've done, but she did awesome. Like she was third and. I think just being a tough, she's an ultra runner, mountain runner, yeah. um, being really tough on the women's side, I think helps. And I think Corinne has done a few in New York city. So she's kind of gotten the, the way it works, but yeah, um, I liked it. I love seeing new faces and I think the U S just dominates because we're so used to drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. True. What, what, yeah. I think there is, does seem to be like some good overlap with like the, ultra running community or, or right. even like a lot more potential yeah. as well, because they, that community seems to be way more well, like how, open right. and into just beer culture. And they general. know how to suffer. That's for sure. And they know <laughs> how to suffer. That's so true. Yeah. It's definitely it. Yeah. yeah. And you've, you've dabbled in mountain running yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Is that, yeah. What, how much uh, of that are you still doing? Is that like something you see in your future going forward? Is something you're focusing on or, how, how does that mix in with all your other uh, running on the, the roads and track historically as well? Right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I grew up running roads and tracks. So that's my background. But um, ever since I moved to Bend about seven years ago, I got more into the trails and the mountains and I found success. I did the Narnar race at Mount Hood a few months ago. And I think it's fun to challenge myself. I'm definitely not great at climbing, but it's the downhill I prefer because you get to go fast. And mm -hmm. um, I just think running on trails, it's it's so much more um, 
easy on your legs and it's more fun. You can be relaxed and chill. And usually after a trail race, you have a beer because they always have beer at yep. the finish line. So it just kind of goes hand in hand. <laughs> it, it really does. It really yeah. does. So is that, is that your, then your focus going forward? Are you going to, uh, do you have some more trail races slotted in the calendar? Is that what you're training for? Probably. I, I swear, like we always have races nearby. So it just depends on if I'm ready to do it or not. Uh, I might do a Smith rock hash in two weeks for fun. And, and then I'm going to have to figure out my spring schedule, but yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So historically then on the roads and the track and you were sponsored by Brooks as well. Um, yep. so yeah, I guess going, going way, way back to your early days running story. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how, how did you like get into running and, and get to the point where you're taking it seriously enough to, you know, be running, running for Brooks and, um, right. running in the Olympic trials and, and all of this. Uh, well, I, I've been running my whole life since I was 10 probably i was doing junior olympics in middle school on the track and then cross country and track in high school and then i went to kentucky and ran there and everything and uh i ran fast enough for uh an elite team to be interested so i then i joined zap elite in the mountains of north carolina yep. and that's kind of where i started to take off with my running i think women in general to peak later on in their running careers. So I definitely, uh, I still keep improving too. That's the thing. Like you have the strength. Um, but obviously I can't improve in the shorter distances. It's like you eventually move up. But for me, I think the 10 K and the half were my best events. And I just have that track and road background. So I just kept, kept doing it. And then even after having kids, I improved. So yeah, just depends. Yeah. I think there's been a lot more of that, especially lately. It seems like with uh, a lot of the older runners having a ton of success. Yeah, um, I mean, like yeah. what, yeah. what would what would used to be seen as like too old to be a runner is now yeah. like right. completely normal. Like I don't know, Sarah Hall, tons of other right. women, tons of men. Like a lot of our best runners in the U.S. are in their upper thirties. Yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's very common. Allison Felix made the Olympic team. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. even sprinters, yeah. even sprinters are having more longevity now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> how you how you treat yourself how you take care of yourself um if you don't run yourself into the ground early on you can keep going for a while yeah like early on what was your like attitude or like how how strictly did you hold yourself to weekly mileages goals that you wanted to hit do you feel like that's changed over your career or been something that has kind of kept you uninjured and and let you like really you know grow as an athlete I would say even when I ran professionally at Zap Elite, I definitely did lower mileage than everyone. I came from a low mileage background. So I was only doing, in college, I was only doing 40 miles a week. At Zap, I did between 60 and 80, but it took me years and years to progress. So the most that I've done is 83 in a week, and that was for marathon training. So I think because of that, I've been able to... um, kind of save my body from being injured. Like I know my limits and how, how, how much I can handle. So yeah. I definitely have probably dropped mileage in the last few years getting older, but it's okay. Like I take days off when I need it and I can still maintain that forties to sixties yeah, pretty regularly. But, um, yeah. I'm just, I just don't do high mileage very easily. Yeah. Do you right. supplement that with uh, cross training, lifting, What's your strategy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can lift. I I'm going to lift probably with the group 
at Recharge, a local um, place here. My friend Renee, the TVA, owns it. And doing functional strength. I do a lot of yoga, anything that kind of helps my body maintain. Um, and then I do a lot of lifting of my children. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> Say a lot of motherhood being the main cross training. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> yes. You pushed your stroller for six years. That helps too. <laughs> Definitely. Are they, yeah. how, how old are your children? They're nine. Yep. Okay. Twins. Twin. Oh, yeah. nice, Adam, nice. Adam's a twin as well. Oh, so. you are? Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. <laughs> so they're, they're obviously old enough to know about the beer mile. What are their thoughts? <laughs> They've been watching it probably for the last couple of years, but they think it's, it's really fun for them. They, I went to this race in Sebastopol uh, two years ago and the crowd there is intense. So you feel like you're in this like Olympic trials of the beer mile. Cause everyone's just screaming at you and they were, watching all the time and they were like you're famous and i'm like <laughs> i'm not but they thought it was such a big deal because of how excited everyone was and they've seen the flow track and and they've seen me do them around the tracks here and they they always say like this is awesome like they're so supportive and you know but they don't think anything of the drinking part they just know it's a competition that's and awesome I'm trying to be, you know, the best at it. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. Good to be open with the kids and let them just right. be part of it in general. <laughs> right. Right. And they're competitive too. Like you're, you're seeing it now and they want to run. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Like just to go, sometimes I'll go and I'll do the laps in the beer chugging around the neighborhood and they'll just run loops with me and just, yeah. you know, so they can get a run in and I can run in, but. Yeah, that's fun. That's super cool. That's the, I feel like that's the best way to like, not maybe persuade the wrong word, but persuade your kids to kind of do like, say you want them to kind of get into running because you think they'll like it. Right. The best way to persuade them is just to like lead by example and not like force them into it, but just be like, Hey, I'm having so much fun doing this. And then they're just going to want to follow suit and, and join you. So. Right. Yeah. We don't push it. We will take them to races and they're just so used to it from like track roads, trails, that they go along, but they're now actually starting to like run or bike along with me while I run. So it's, it's just making it fun for them. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. What, um, do you have plans to do another road marathon in the future? Oh, geez. Uh, I honestly have not had luck with the marathon. It's a bit long for me. So I think even training like 80 miles a week is probably not enough for it but um i've basically gotten to around 13 miles of 16 of the race and just like everything falls apart but i think if i slowed down and maybe did it more for fun I would right. be, yeah. yeah 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 when you're when you were going into the the marathons you did where you did you have like time goals in mind like based on my training i feel like i should be able to run this like what were you shooting yes. for yeah we'd always be shooting for between 238 and 240 just like get six minute pace or over right. six to try to hit that and i would do it in workouts but um it's just i qualified in the trials with the half so that's part of it yeah. too it was yeah. more of my distance yeah got it yeah you ran yeah. the 2016 right in la uh, yes. olympic trials yeah how how was that i mean i know it was a horribly hot race so it wasn't really fun for anybody um but what was was that experience like i guess (laughs) honestly that was my first marathon experience and i thought it was awful they made it at the hottest part of the day so it was televised 
and everyone was either passing out or dropping out. And I mean, even Amy Hastings, who's a friend of mine, she like barely crossed the line. Shane Flanagan was like passing out before the line. It was awful for a lot of people, but I think the way they planned it wasn't great and there wasn't enough water on the course. So it's just sort of one of those like more about the money part than actually the athletes. So for me, it was not a great experience, but yeah, yeah, Yeah. which which is, which is, really sad because like the whole point of that race is to find right. like get the best athletes and like get them ready to go to represent the country. And it's like, right. if you, if you don't even care enough to make, like, get, give them a good enough experience so that you produce the best athletes out of that race. Right. Like it right. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it was miserable. I mean, they made up for it at the Atlanta in Atlanta. It was way better prepared, better organized. They really cared about the athletes. You know, they were putting them up, in the hotels, they were taking care of everyone. So yeah, it was, you could just tell the difference there. Do you think if, if that was the race instead, it wouldn't have left a bad taste in your mouth and you would have been more like turned on towards uh, the marathon route? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, I know. It's just, I remember it feeling more like a, like they just cared about it being televised at the right time. And, you know, just the fact that I dropped out at halfway because I was throwing up, no one was there to help. So yeah. I had to basically find a friend to help me towards the tent for the medical. And it, it just, it just wasn't, it That's wasn't the right That's like yeah. concerning too. Like it's, it's not, it's not just like lackluster, um, support. It's kind of like critical care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like no, that's totally, bad. Right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> So do you think then for the 2024 trials, like, do you see yourself going for a halftime or a marathon time to try to qualify? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, you never say never. Cause I might, yeah. I, you know, I could get stronger. I think, I think I would go for it just to okay. see. So yeah. but it sounds like maybe that's not like your, your number one goal for running uh, right. right now. You're, you're more focused on other things. Yeah. And just having fun. Yeah. Enjoying ex- the experience and doing some trails, enjoying just running with friends, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And what are some of you, you mentioned like a half and, and whatnot? What what's your like sweet spot then for trail racing? Like what sort of distance Ooh. or like what sort of uh, um, how much climbing or, or descending? Mm-hmm. Like what, what do you see your sweet spot at for racing there? Well, I've had the most success probably the 10K, uh, okay. the mountain champs that are up down. Cause yeah. at least I know I can do that downhill part, try to go as fast as possible. But, um, if it was just an up year, I'd probably struggle more. It's not my forte, but, and then also the 10 mile to half on trails. And then I'm going to probably test out the 50 K just to okay. see if I can. Yeah. Yeah. It might be easier on my legs than even the marathon. Yeah. Just I, because you're a- adjusting goal pace, yeah. adjusting goal pace exactly. and like, softer surfaces and a lot of different factors that, that play into that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's really cool. Uh, I definitely would like to do more (laughs) trail running myself after being in Colorado this summer. And I was just like, this is so much fun. I don't know. We we just don't have that. Yeah. In Chicago, like everyone here is a road racer. Coming back to asphalt is is not 
Yeah, that right. fun. it's not the most <laughs> right. fun, but it, it you almost do kind of have to like live in a community like like you right. moved to Bend. You need to be somewhere where that's like the culture versus here the culture is sign up for your fall marathon, then sign up for your spring marathon. Right. And let's all train on the roads all the time. Yep. And there's no, yep. there's True. no culture of anything else. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's how it was in Ohio, Columbus as well. Yeah. Everyone signs up for the half and the full every year. Yep. 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 How, how did you end up uh, going, going back to college days? How did you end up at Kentucky? Was it uh, recruited mm-hmm. for running specifically, or was there another reason for going there? Yeah, I was recruited. Um, I think at the time, Ohio State was an option, but the coach was a sprint coach and was not interested Mm. in a long-distance runner. So I kind of went and visited Kentucky and North Carolina schools and uh, ended up just liking the team at Kentucky and enjoying the coaches. So, yeah. Very nice. Yep. How how was the just the overall like experience of D oneing D one running? Um, I know we we've asked a lot of like a lot of the people that we've had on the podcast. It, like some people, um, I don't know. Some people have better experiences than others, or like thrive right. in it than others. It also seems like there's a lot of variation between like D one programs and like how how I don't know how time consuming or how strict it is, or like do they right. do the athletes still get to have fun outside of <laughs> practice? Like all sorts of stuff like that. So how was your experience running D one? Um, it was definitely like a business, uh, you know, you definitely were, were expected to perform. And I remember even when you were injured, I had a few injuries, had a red shirt. The coach wouldn't talk to me for months on end, you know, so it was more of that. And also he just was the way he was. So I think he wasn't great at coaching women in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I worked with the assistant coach most of the time. But it was a business and it kind of toughens you up and you just have to kind of do your focus on it. It's your career. See how well you want to do. And that's kind of what I learned to do. And some of the females on the team, they didn't last because they expected someone to be holding their hand. And it mm-hmm. just wasn't that way. But we always had time for fun. So we always put in the training, but also had fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, because there's like all the extreme examples and people that I've heard from of like, like micromanaging, like everything that you do as an athlete, like your diet and everything. And also like not ever having fun, like literally only drinking like one night, like at the end of the season, basically, and then getting back to the training again. And I, I don't know, I've, I'm not going to name name names or uh, coaches, but I've heard I've heard some horror stories. And I guess right now, too, with the yeah. Oregon, the Oregon girls yeah. uh, women's team coming out and saying that their right. coaches are like using body fat percent as like a measure of whether or not they should be able to run as part right. of the criteria. It's like, yeah, it, it's awful. It's yeah. gotten worse, probably. I mean, our coach did weigh ins after the holidays in certain times of the season, but I guess my advantage was I was always light. So I didn't really have to worry about that part. I ate pretty healthy and I, I didn't ever have to worry about that, but there were people on the team that our coach would scrutinize and criticize in meetings. Like he would carry around oh. this weight of like a 15 pound weight saying, all right, some of you put on this much. And you know, he would oh, wow. make a point of pointing it out. And then that person knew who he was talking about. And so then they, would eventually quit. So there were those moments you, like that mm-hmm. that were pretty embarrassing. Did yeah. he have like a like what was the goal weight based off of what you came in as or like was it for probably, a certain BMI? I think it would probably like how you came in if you were still maintaining the same weight and then 
they would also uh, criticize if you like did the freshman 15 where, you know, you did put yeah. on the weight and you weren't running yep. as fast, but he would, he was pretty brutal with other women. Uh, after I graduated, um, after I ran at Zap, I came back to help volunteer at Kentucky and I probably saw more of that harshness Okay. Uh, being a coach. Cause he would say whatever he felt like saying, I didn't really hear that as a, as an athlete. So, right. you know, he, he, he definitely was the old school kind of like say whatever he felt like saying, definitely didn't know how to treat women. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to talk to women. And that's part of the problem. Right. And I feel like you can't even communicate or understand. Like, I feel like then he didn't treat people very well. And yeah, yeah kind of yeah. it's rough and i feel bad for all the women that have had that happen to them in college and made it a horrible experience for them because it's definitely real and it's definitely getting worse yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it does suck because it like to some extent yeah you're, i mean your weight is one factor that you should right. kind of pay attention to but the way to like to address it is definitely not to like if you just make someone like feel bad about it then right. that's just going to hurt things. That's not going to be like positive at all. And then also right. it's like, you're questioning like how, what, what should like your overall health as a person, how much should you like care about that versus like performance this season right now? Right. Um, and you know, right. like you're, you're definitely making some long-term potential sacrifices or harm to your, right. to your body versus right. short-term gain. So yeah, right. it's, it's such a, I don't know. It's, it's a horrible situation. I mean, guys are very fortunate, uh, in that regard to some extent. I mean, it's definitely a problem on the guy's side too, but there, it, it seems like there's less like long-term health issues that can come yeah. from being that strict. Right. Well, especially, right. um, um, oh, I forget what the, I should probably know. Cause, uh, my wife like just finished, uh, one of her classes on it was, uh, basically like when you at, for women, particularly in college who are doing a lot of miles, um, they right. like will miss their period, but there's a specific, um, Oh, I know syndrome what, for I know it. what you're, yeah. Uh, uh, I know it it's called? really hurt. Like I, she's going <laughs> to, she's going to listen to this and be like, I've had it's to do like a presentation. Triad something. I, yeah. Yeah. I remember learning about it. Um, and that did happen to a couple females on our team. Um, and they were affected by what do, our coach would say do, and mm-hmm. do you think that like the, diet. Yeah. the yeah. outcomes like because of the outcomes um that's mm-hmm. why you hear more about it with women or do you think it's just like in particular because most of the coaches are male and like don't understand how women's bodies change in college that they just like miss oh, man. the mark on that that's kind of a hard yeah. question i'm sorry it's a hard question <laughs> i mean i feel like any division one program, you have a bunch of type A personalities. You're expected to perform at this high level. You're expected yeah. to be this, you know, certain type of individual. Um, I think that happens with a lot of programs. And I think if you even add in like the academic stresses of, yeah. you know, even bigger school like Stanford or Harvard, any of those schools, I feel like people have so much pressure to be perfect at everything. And I think that's part of it too. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I've definitely heard uh, some like stories of like logging everything that you eat and like all sorts oh, of specific God. stuff. And it's like, that just doesn't even sound, it makes me kind yeah. of thankful in hindsight that I didn't run D1 looking, looking back right. at it. Um, right. But I think the, the weirdest thing to me going back, uh, I guess to the Oregon um, one where they're using a, 
a metric that doesn't directly impact perform like that is not scientifically backing performance indicator at all it's not perfectly yeah it's not like perfectly correlated with it in any way like it's like Like, using astrology signs to (laughs) figure out who you should recruit i don't know well i mean even women that lost a lot of weight and thought that that would improve things because i've had teammates do that then they couldn't even run for long periods of time because they had messed with their genetics and biology and and then they weren't eating enough and so it didn't even help them they could only run yeah. for a short period of time and then they were injured or had all these health issues. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like you have to find what works for you individually. For sure. Like, and, and that's the thing would, about runners yeah. too, is runners are all like, if you're a distance runner and you're running D1, you are like yeah. self-motivated. You don't need right. someone yeah. to like tell you what you already, like basically drill into your head and make you feel bad about something that like you already know it's true. Like people already know right. that like, yeah, if I'm leaner, I'm probably going to run a little faster. So you don't need someone like, shaming you for it on yeah. top of yeah, it and i right? think that's where that's where right. like the it's like come on like that does, i don't know that there's there is more to life than running i, I get that like the yeah. the coach is gonna get fired if you know if there's not performances uh if they're not right. winning titles all of that I, right. I i mean i get that stress pressure side of it as well but right i don't know at the same time people are people so i yeah. I, I don't know can you in good faith like feel good about saying those things and doing those things when also like the the purpose oh. is just like if the purpose is to to increase performance there's so many other fa- like factors that are uh more attributable attributable to right, a, right. like better performances For than sure. right. weight being a mentally happy person yeah. like right. just well-rounded i'd say would be a big part of it too like, yeah. you know having enough energy to train and like <laughs> yeah, that exactly. too. you need that like, yeah. being healthy but also like knowing what what works for you to be the best person best runner you can be i mean yeah yeah. So I guess yeah. speaking of coaching and, and hopefully the ideal uh, coach, you coach high school, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. And How- I love it. I, I've been coaching for a long time. I've been coaching for the last six or seven years here. And then I coached at Kentucky as a volunteer assistant. And I also coached in another college in Kentucky. So I, you know, I've been coaching for a while and I just love, inspiring others to love running or to improve and make the most of their, of of their running careers. What's been uh, the biggest difference between coaching collegiate and high school level runners? Yeah. High school can be more fun in some ways because these kids are, you get them as freshmen, they're so innocent and they just want to work hard and do their best. And you watch them grow throughout, you know, their high school careers. College is definitely more of that strict, uh, you know, being there for them, but also like following the head coaches, what they were saying. So I didn't really get to do as much as I wanted to at Kentucky because the coach was in control of everything. So I was there for them if they needed something to talk to, or if they're, you know, struggling, if they were depressed or if they needed someone to run with and do workouts with them, just to be there and help them with whatever they needed. Yeah. 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 what um so high school is it cross country and track are you doing both yes. or okay yep. very cool yep. very cool yep. yeah yeah i don't know high school does seem like a fun age to to coach <laughs> in general because then you also have like the 
the tailwinds of like kids are like growing and getting stronger and everything in general oh, yeah. too. So it's like the kids can go from, they can drop like 10 minutes in a 5k right. in high school. It's, right. like, it's crazy <laughs> yeah. to see. So it I don't know. Is. It, it is exciting. Cause it's like almost every race can be a PR for a lot of kids. So it's just like, oh, they're, they're, they're having fun with it. So it's, it's good to see. Yeah. And I mean, I coach high school boys and seeing them change from freshman year to sophomore, they'll grow like five inches. And you're like, yeah. Oh my God. But like, <laughs> it's, it's fun. And I, I like coaching them because I can run with them and workouts and we're pretty much the same pace. So it kind of works out. Oh, that's ideal. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, I, I don't know why I was thinking about it, but, um, I, I just like remember between my freshman and sophomore year, like literally my bones hurting because I was growing. (laughs) Oh, like I remember like coming home from school in between, um, class and either cross country or track and being like, why am I like, why are my shins sore? Aww. Why am I like, why is my back sore? Why? Like, yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Growing. <laughs> Literally went yeah. to the doctor and he's like, yeah, you're just like growing a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah. growing really I'd fast. like to stop. Right. <laughs> That's true. Did, did they already have uh, state cross country for Oregon? So basically when I got back on Monday from the race, we had districts on Wednesday and okay. our team was competitive, but we were fifth. So, and the women made it, they were third, but so states are this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Cool. Yeah. How does, how do you, yeah. How's the state circuit work? Like districts leading up to, to state who qualifies team and individual. Uh, and in each, um, we have top three teams in each district and for some reason, we're just not as competitive as the Portland schools and the Eugene, you know, those, Schools are powerhouse schools. Right. And we have Summit High School in Bend. They're probably our best high school. They're they're just they've done so well. They make state every year. Their women won nationals a few years ago. Um, but so at comparable to Portland, we're just not as competitive with times and everything. But we now are district 6A. And so we go against Salem schools, other schools, and that can make it harder as well to make more, it more A's is bigger. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So we'll probably move down, hopefully to five A again, and it'll be a little bit less. But is that um, based on it's a lot of divisions? Is that based on number of people, or is that based on the amount of sports that you offer? I can't number remember. like how how many number, kids per class? Yeah. Okay, number. Yeah. 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 And we have a fourth high school now because our high schools are overcrowded, and there's three schools so now we have a new one called Caldera, Caldera High School and so that should change everything um and maybe make us go back down to Friday but we'll Pacific see. Northwest is kind of a hot place to be living right now so yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people are you know moving out there similarly Colorado I think those are kind of a couple of the big big hot spots for people that are more into the outdoor stuff so oh, not surprised yes. that populations uh, yeah have you have you seen has been grown quite a bit over the last uh, seven years that you've been there Yes. And okay. honestly, if you try to sell your house right now, you probably couldn't find another place. <laughs> so oh, it's, wow. it's grown so much. And even the cost of living is outrageous. It's gone up so much since we've moved here six years ago. I think it's our house is worth like $200,000 more than what we paid oh, for. Yeah. So I'll, drink it, to, I'll drink to that. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. So it's like even finding housing, people trying to move here. It's, 
It's very crazy right now. If you can work remote, why not work from Ben? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, but, that does, but that is that does stink though that like you you like live in this place that's like a whatever was a hidden gem and now all the, everyone's right. coming. So now it's like more expensive for you to just like buy groceries and all this stuff because it there's is. so many people there. But and it's, so many people it's wanting such to go a there. Small place like it's grown yeah. just the amount of people that we can handle in our small little downtown. It's it's making it overcrowded some days and. Trying to work downtown can be a hassle because you can't even find a parking spot. So it's just like a lot yeah. of things are getting overwhelmed. But do you, um, do you think we're a tourist the, place, so we we rely on true. tourism. Yeah. Yep. Do you think that yeah. the the culture has shifted at all, or do you like do bend people kind of make people? Hey, you got to like do these specific things because we've been doing it for however long this way. <laughs> I think the culture is changing. I, ever since I've moved here, I'm, I'm like, you need to respect where you live. People visiting need to respect the lands. They need to mm-hmm. not trash everywhere. I, I can't stand that part of it. And then also we kind of getting attitudes towards <laughs> certain people coming from certain states that might not, uh, they're not as respectful or I know we don't want to say don't come here, California, you know, Californians, <laughs> yeah. but it's just because the attitudes, like they, drive too fast they don't follow the rules you know people come here just to party and hang out but they don't necessarily clean up or you I'll, know. I'll go on record saying that i don't like people from california <laughs> they, just, they have this attitude and you can tell and you don't want to like judge anyone but it's kind yeah. of what's your what's your favorite place to uh, what like favorite trail system that's that's near there that you run Oof. Well, we have the river trail, which is very easy to get on. It's about a mile from our house um, and it goes around the Deschutes River and it's about a seven mile loop. But I'd probably say Smith Rock or Tumalo Falls are my two favorite. Okay, yeah. perfect. Added yeah. to my list for when I make it to Bend. My wife's been to you Bend. I, ha- I have not been, so I need to need to yes. do that. You come on. Come on. <laughs> where where are you hoping that the uh beer mile is next year? Oh, do you have any I would love have... for it to be in San Francisco. <laughs> okay. Just for yeah, yeah for simplicity. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but if not uh maybe Australia. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah I was going I was going to say the follow up was going to be if if you uh regardless of like logistical difficulties of it, like what, what right. are the places that you'd want to like get a trip to go race the beer <laughs> mile there, you know, just because it's a cool place that you've always wanted to visit it. And then yeah, Australia is yeah. like top of my list on that yes. uh, for that one too. Yeah. Or maybe Sweden, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, I could do Sweden. I could, I could do Sweden. I could do yeah. Norway. Um, Norway. Yes. That yes. would be cool. I don't know. Put it, put it one in Iceland. That might be kind of cool. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of good spots that it could be. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Try, yeah. Trying to, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can persuade a little bit, Nick and John, yes, um, persuade can. them one way or the other. But I, but I do think like part of me does want USA because I think we could like get some good uh, now, like having it back here now that a lot right. more people are aware of what the beer mile is. I think you get a lot of like spectators and people right. to like come out for it, even travel yeah. to, to watch it. Whereas Definitely. in other countries, like we don't have control over that. Um, right. but right. so part of me wants that, but part of me is like, Oh, let's also just go somewhere really cool again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause I mean, everyone 
things that's so cool that we get to fly all these places. Yeah. 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 And it's, and it's always a good group regardless of where you go. <laughs> exactly. <True>. Exactly. <laughs> any, any other new recruits that you can think of that you're uh, trying to hmm. get into the beer mile at all? I have a couple friends in Bend and in Portland that could do it. Uh, one of my friends, Susie, she lives in Portland. She did the flow track with me. Oh yeah. And so right. she could run like a seven minute around there. Uh, just trying to get her into it again. And yeah. then a couple of my friends here could probably do eight minutes or so. Um, so there's always good people here. I just have to convince them. Yeah. 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 Man, well, I feel yeah. like the average beer mile time in Oregon is pretty good. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> right? your, yeah, your friend group, you have a pretty good average, average beer I mile know. time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, yeah, I guess the other benefit of being in San Francisco or somewhere in the U.S. is it's really easy to recruit people in the U.S. Like I would right. be I'd be willing to bet infinite amount of money that the u.s would win both the men's and women's titles again oh yeah if it's yeah. in the u.s and because we'll get everyone to come that's a lot <laughs> we yeah. have more depth we have so depth, much depth you know? yeah. yeah yeah for yeah. sure that's the right. home country advantage which england didn't exactly. quite take advantage of this year so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man awesome let's should we do a couple uh closing questions yes. just off the off the sure. top of the head okay I, actually i found a uh or i made up a new one you made um, up a new one yeah, oh we'll, see how, we'll see how it goes. I'll start. I'll start with okay. it. Okay. Okay. Let go um, for it. It's it's maybe a good like long form one, just because like I don't know. Uh, okay. But what is the last movie you've watched? Oh, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Beetlejuice. Mm. Yes. Mm, classic. Is that uh, yes. is that because of the Halloween season or? Yeah, and it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very it. nice. Love it. Yeah. There we go. Um, how do you do, coffee drinker? Oh yeah. How do you, how do you like your coffee? I like it dark coffee with some cream. A little yeah. bit of cream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, oak, oat milk. All oat I gotta milk. say. Yes. Oat milk. I gotta I say. Oat milk. Yep. Oh, yep. Is, is Oregon more of a, I assume Oregon's more of like a Starbucks type of group. Honestly, we have really great coffee shops here. Local. Local. So my favorite bet, ones are, in yeah, local. For yeah. sure. There we yeah. go. Good to hear. Um, what's yeah. the favorite? What's your favorite travel spot? Oh, geez. Ah, I would love to go to Hawaii. I haven't been there, but somewhere warm, somewhere nice and warm where you could have a drink on the beach. That's, That's what perfect. I want. Yeah, yeah. Hawaii also kind of underrated. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is well known at this point, but great trails for running too. Yes. Um, and yes. then, yeah. And then you can finish your run at the beach and just yeah, have sit a drink. and chill out for the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's your, uh, like favorite meal or go-to meal? What would, what would you say is your favorite? Lately? I feel like it's a cheeseburger. I, okay. I think I had that it's classic two the two nights after the race, like I hadn't eaten much before the race because you don't want to eat. Yeah. I like mess peanut, up your butter, stomach. peanut butter sandwiches. You don't want to mess up your stomach. So I felt like I was dying. <laughs> like <after laughs> I needed more food, but then I had burgers the rest of the trip and loving it. It was great. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Yeah. Hey, once, once I got uh, the impossible burger, I was on a bend for like a while. Very oh, good. yeah. Tastes basically the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you could, if you could be a pro in any other sport, what sport would oh, it be? Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't think I'm good at anything else. But ima oh, imagine you have the skills. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, what do you think it'd be cool to be a pro athlete in, assuming you could just say I, whatever? 
Mm-hmm. I wish I was the best person in that sport and it would just come true. Fairly odd parent style, you know? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Why do you put me on the spot here? Uh, well, I'm only good at like drawing, painting, drinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the hot dog eating contest. Let's I was see just going to say that. Hey, that, could, that could be hype. That yes. could be hype. Some Joey Chestnut yes. action. <laughs> Oh man! Is that one of your paintings behind you? Oh yes, yes it is. There you there go. There you go. Well, and, oh, we got a wall. Let's That's, show you the look at all of that. One. Yeah. Oh, I recognize that one. That's yeah. That one is uh, the beer. It's the bottle of, um, that we designed my beer mile shoes. But yes, That's cool. But I didn't wear them because now they're the Hyperion Tempos, and of course they're probably not fast enough now to run. You know. It's, uh, that's true. You're going to lose some time if you put those things on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I, I need spikes, but I just have yep. to find a good one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, has art ever been like a uh, like career for you or something you've done for work or just always uh, just out of passion, just for fun? Uh, mostly it's for fun. I studied fine arts and exercise sciences, but um, I've always wanted to get into footwear design. I, I kind of, yeah. through Brooks, we kind of helped design the shoe for me and I got to submit my artwork. And I think that would be the best balance of um, this exercise science and the art for me. But eventually I would like to learn more about the design aspect and yeah. how everything's made. And so that's probably what I eventually do. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I was going to say, if you yeah. want to get into the business, I mean, I, I don't have like any good artwork at my place. I'd be willing to buy some artwork from you. Know, <laughs> oh, well, that's why I commented. I was like, well, it's either yours or like you bought it. So it's good art. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll paint you something, Chris. I'll paint okay, you something. Perfect. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. yes. Awesome. Yes. I will display it. We'll, we'll make a, make a better <laughs> studio at some point where we actually Ooh, have, yeah. some, uh, yeah, like have some artwork behind us. It'll be better. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, trying to think. Do you have another question? I'm trying to think of any others that we had on there. Mm. Okay. How about this? One day left to live. Um, money's Not no sure. object. You can do do whatever you want. What would you like to do for your last day? Oh man. Uh, oof. I would probably want to go to Europe, like Rome and uh, London, anywhere where I could see the art and the architecture, yeah. and just live it up. Live it up. There we go. Yeah, yeah get on that yeah. private jet and get over there. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a hard question. Stop asking the hard ones. <laughs> it's, it is It is a tough one, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's, yeah, what's the next question? Like, which uh, which child is your favorite? Um, oh, what, are, what, are other, <laughs> what are other hard questions? <laughs> which child's going to be faster in the beer mile someday? <laughs> well... <laughs> Right now, Drake seems to be faster. He likes to sprint. Okay. okay. But Ethan's more of the distance. Like you can see it um, just with their attitudes. And anytime I run an 800, Drake's like right there with me. And he's so competitive. Put him together to in, a, in a DMR one day. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Get I mean, recruited as fast. a pair. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That, yeah, that'll be exciting to see. Uh, See if they do get involved in running. Yeah, see see yeah. Uh, what they what they get up to and how fast they are. It'll be cool. I know it's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
I think, I think that's all I got. So we close it out there. Thanks yeah. so much right. for, for coming on. We're excited. We'll yeah. have you again next year when you're the four sure. peak world champion. Oh, and uh, don't put and pressure on me. <laughs> also, if you do, if you do happen to go for a world record in uh, the next oh, few yeah. weeks as well, let us know. And oh, yeah, yeah, we can also promote that as well. And maybe, sure. maybe get you back on to do a quick recap too. <laughs> yeah, <Definitely>. we'll see. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me guys. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for being on. The English dub over of that was, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Oh my god. Holy fucking shit. Well, that was Ali. I'm Chris. This is Adam. And that was our review. The nightly news uh, on CBS Two <laughs> Chicago. And that was our review of Squid Games. <laughs> and then there was one with all the money and the pink hair. It kind of reminds me of the Patrick uh, in SpongeBob. Wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> it's like kind of the same same thing. So, yeah, great discussion. What's your hottest uh, Squid Game take? Hottest Squid Game take would be, I mean, I don't know what like what, what. they all deserved it. They, I mean, they all chose to be there. That's not a hot take. Yeah, they all chose to be there. They left once and then they came back because the old man was so persuasive. Because he had some free candy. This is going places. Hot take: the old man. I don't love him, but he's, he's hard to hate. No, I don't. I don't feel bad for him. I'm not like, oh, he's like cute or whatever. I'm just like, no, he, he kind of fucks though. Like, he done got him. <laughs> A few moments later. All right. So what you missed is that we've been trying to figure out what to say in the outro slash been playing with the soundboard for mostly, like 30 minutes. Mostly playing with the soundboard. And so here we are now take 100 at trying to actually do the outro i don't know if this is the start of the outro or the middle of the outro but here it is and yeah great great conversation with allison grace morgan and let's talk about the beers that we drank during the episode adam what uh, adam had a new beer that he tried what hey, adam Jax, what was the beer can you pull it out of the recycling can, yeah what, what is that beer called read it for us it's the z- How do you spell that? It's Polish. If you know how this beer is spelled, uh link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what what's If you the, know how it's pronounced, let so us what, know. what type of beer was it? It was like a lager or pilsner or something? Uh, something like that. Something like it, that. It, All right. It was a five percent um beer, beer. It's, it was just it, a beer i mean it's just a beer it's just a beer like know? it's uh doesn't costco have beer that's just called beer like it's, it's beer yeah ju- no no, no, no yeah but, yeah like, the brand is just beer. Brand, yeah, yeah branded yeah. beer beer yeah i think so, so, i think some other brewery has has done like marketing like that too mm. like uh um, i mean that wouldn't surprise like, me it's like i mean it's funny uh, this this is a, a fucking stout or this is a fucking porter oh yeah i've, I've seen like, those. So, something like that yeah, a goddamn stout. So what did you think of this beer? I thought it was pretty good. The, Z- the Zivich beer. I, I would bring that um, on the golf course. 
I think it's a good golf course beer. Good golf course beer. I do like that it's a 16 ounce can instead of yeah. a 12 ounce can. It's always a nice bonus. Dude, oh, the other day I had a 16 ounce of, um, uh, oh, Michelob Ultra and it felt so weird. A 16 Michelob. Oh, I've never seen it not in a skinny fat, can. I know, it was disturbing. It's a fat can. Ooh. Man, that's the. Let me suck them titties, babe. It was thick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i on the other hand had uh three beers during you this went episode. you went for it i went for it i had myself a night had three beers athletic brewing all out extra dark stout and a beer because you know i'm trying to drink without compromise this evening no i'm trying to be a good boy because i got a half marathon this I, weekend, w- I will so. say uh NA beers for me tonight. Before we recorded the intro and outro, I had the stout. And of the stouts I've had, it's definitely the best. It's very solid. Very good. And I don't like stouts. And it's nice that it's not like, you know, a few hundred calories because with the alcohol, it would be like 250 calories or whatever. Uh, Just a nice little carbo load ahead of this weekend's half marathon and enjoying some fall beers. It's fall weather out there. It's sweater weather, sweater season, Ugg season. Get your Uggs out, dude. I think Uggs are coming back. They, oh, they are coming back. I mean, I'm not gonna buy them. I think they look ugly as hell on, on you know, on everybody. To be honest, yo, all I'm saying is the <laughs> the Ugg plus uh, um, yoga pant combo. It's unbeatable. The, the, the Uggs. <laughs> you, you like the Uggs? Yeah, dude. I'd rather I'd rather go with the. Uh, what do you prefer the chunky white shoes that no, people wear now? No, I don't prefer oh, dude, those, those things. So those look so stupid. I don't prefer those either. <laughs> I prefer the Allbirds. Uh, what, is, what is going into the outro of this part? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I can't tell when we transitioned from the outro to just like having conversation. Yeah, I think I think the outro. We're talking. Good. About, oh, we were talking about the beers. Yeah, we we're talking about the beers. We said they were pretty good. We said they were good. And then now we are trying to decide what our words of wisdom are and what any closing remarks are. So closing remarks are if you're trying to be a good boy, get some athletic brewing beer and you can get that link in the description. Also, if you want to be what a good boy. What are you doing, step bro? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Wrong, wrong, wrong soundboard. Jackson, that, uh, Jackson, the soundboard. Come wrong on. soundboard. Come wrong on. soundboard. Ooh. My bad, y'all. <laughs> wait for you to have to edit all this fucking bullshit oh it's gonna be bad if you're still listening right now you're a real one i'm so sorry go cop yourself a usa shirt and uh if you if you give us a five-star apple review and take a screenshot of it and send it to us we'll just send you one for free how about that oh yeah i mean this is like oh that's the wrong kind of thing that's not the like what um oh this one is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? This is speaking you have made of, it to the free crack giveaway. giveaway. <laughs> free shirt to whoever takes a screenshot giving us an Apple five star review. And if you've already given us one, just create another account. Not that hard. Or or share us on your Insta story. I guess that can work too if you've already given us a five star. Ding donger. Yeah, us. what's what's like closing what's second tier? Second tier? Of of you know, giving us the review, what's like the next thing they do? 
Join oh, the man. Strava group. We haven't plugged Join that in. Join the a while. Strava group. Yep. We have a Strava group, Beer Mile. We have a Discord. I can't tell if Jax is Beer Mile. looking at her, whatever she's, her potato avocado. I re- Oh, dude, you know what I realized? <laughs> I, I need new glasses. Um, this is a total tangent, but I think it's funny. Okay, go for it. Uh, so so on my on my little um, Jordan, my little road trip, we were we stopped at Sonics with her sisters. Sonics. Sonics. Oh, Sonic. Okay. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, Sonic. I, I, I've like literally never been there. <laughs> but like, or people say like, oh, like heading to Nordstrom's, you know? Oh, but it's just Nordstrom. Yeah. yeah okay. That's yeah, fair. That's yeah. a good point. That's Heading good point. to Sonic. You, you saved that one. <laughs> um, fuck me. We give it at, at Sonic. Anyway. Um, bruh. At Sonic, I, uh, I was ordering off the menu and I read candies as candles and the waitress just like fucking la- like she lost it she laughed so hard Wait, what did you think that they were putting candles in was it like a shit i don't know I, I just like read it i was like dude i can't well because like the, candles the word yeah i was just like fucking go for it because it was the last word and i was like all right i guess i would do candles i don't know <laughs> man that's embarrassing so yeah i need i need new new prescriptions well Listeners, help Adam afford some new some new glasses. Jesus, <laughs> he's Poe. <laughs> Man, words of wisdom. Um, dude, buy Bitcoin. Oh, are we are we giving financial advice? Absolutely. When it's at an all time high, we're giving legally, financial advice. Legally, no. Also, it's not, just, is it financial advice though? This is like bigger than finance life advice (laughs) hey wait 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 wait. why why do life advisors like there's no fucking certification for that but there's financial advisors life is bigger there is there are like random certifications to be like a life coach that is the thing but i don't it's not like it's not like legit like a financial advisor don't say that i can't say that oh jet fuck them <laughs> oh my god dude this, this is gonna be the, this this is gonna be the most cut outro we've ever done this is bad time wise time wise it's not the worst but i don't think we've accomplished anything no we haven't accomplished anything spoiler we didn't cut anything because y'all deserve to hear the full behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs>